Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome back to the DWI Podcast. My name is PC Tunney. I am your commissioner and the commissioner. Anybody? Bueller? Crickets. Of them damn dare, dare, dare. But let's eat something there, man. Let me go, go, go in there. I'm boom power, man. The United States of America. That's, that's not the way it works. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the DWI Podcast. My name is PC Tunney. I am your podcast Jedi and the man formerly known as Pizza Funny. I guess we'll have to start it that way this week. Obviously, DPP is not here with us today, but we do have Christopher Platt and Baby Bash is on board. His first ever DWI Podcast. Greetings and citations, ladies and gentlemen. King Sebastian, you want to say something to the good people? That was it. There you go. That's that all you it. get, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you want some more? You got to uh, buy the Patreon. <laughs> That's enough. That's enough. That's more insight than AJ's given in how many episodes? Oh, just kidding. AJ is here as well. The trivia trickster. There's no one. I would have thrown Dan under the bus, but he's not here. I don't know where that that asshole is this week. He's moving. He's working on a bigger, better Thunderdome. AJ, good to see you, brother. How you been? I feel good, but apparently now I'm the one that gets thrown under the bus since Dan's not here. What's uh, up there, with that? There's no Dan. There's no Ray. I don't know who to pick on. What's up with that? No, it's all good this week. It's all good this week. Christopher, how how's life going over there with Baby Bash? He's getting big. He looks like his eyes are moving around, picking up on some uh, different things going on in the world. Looks like he's holding his head up on his own. He's definitely got better insight, like he, like we said, than most of us here on DWI Podcast. But how how things been with you there? 
Uh, he's doing phenomenally well and just getting better, man. This is a pleasure and a privilege and an honor to sit here and just watch him grow and pick up things and learn things. He actually knows us now. He gets excited sometimes. If I go a while without seeing him, he gets excited when he sees me. Like his eyes will light up and he'll give me a smile or two here and there. But um, it, it's amazing watching this little motherfucker grow, man. We we've got an appointment. Nobody cares any about any about this shit. But I'm gonna say it anyway. We got an appointment with the physical trainer next week uh, because he might have to get one of those fucking helmet shits because he leans his head towards one side. So they just want to make sure it doesn't grow funny. I'm hoping they he doesn't get a helmet, man. I saw a kid in the grocery store last uh, week with one of those things, man. Try My a, boy ain't going out like try, that. Try try a turtle. The fuck is a turtle? Tortle, T-O-R-T-L-E. You can look that up off the air. Or, you know what? I'll just DM Amber. Don't worry about it. Um... <laughs> I'm sure you will. But, but... <laughs> uh, only only when only the DWI podcast can say, ah, it's, it's fine. I'll just text your significant other. Oh, no, but and, and no, no, no. Here's the biggest thing is everybody's sitting here going, the drunkest guy on Chair Shot Radio Network is honest to God giving good baby advice to, par- to brand new parents. <laughs> so what the fuck's going on with this? And here I am thinking she going back to the gym to get back right for me, and it's been this pizza funny motherfucker this whole goddamn time. Oh, Earmuffs, bash. Earmuffs, baby. <laughs> I was going to say, you already dropped like three F bombs. Yeah. What do you mean yeah. earmuffs now? <laughs> yeah, don't celebrate it, okay? Don't celebrate it. All right, AJ, just to be fair, what's going on with you these days? We know Platypus is all up in the fatherhood, all the way up to his earballs. What's going on in the young man? Uh, the single life, if you will. Eh, just hard at work when I'm not hardly working. But uh, I did actually, and I'll let in a little bit of insight here. Uh, I did tell you guys that a buddy of mine that I play games with is actually, uh, he works at a brewing company. And I did, did pitch like, if, if if I can tell it to, your, to, to the guys over there that you work with. Hey. Here's what you need to do. Can we need... get a chair shot well, IPA? Here's what you got to do. You you need to have them set up a. You need to see if they want to do the idea, and then you need to set up a meeting between me and Greg and him, and we can help them promote it. I'm sure we'll all buy a bunch of it and stuff like that, so we can all kind of go in on this together if they're serious about it. So that's my that's my first step. I think it's really cool. <laughs> um, let them know that I have been um, in Twitter actions over beer with Stone Cold Steve Austin before as well. So there is that, and that is a true story, whether you like it or not. All right, I got nothing else right now. We've talked long enough and heard great news about Bash and a possible chair shot IPA. I think after we have this meeting, maybe we get into that further on the air, but AJ, that's some great work right there. Uh, We definitely have to delve into that and uh, make sure you get credit for that at the utmost. But right now, you are listening to the 333rd edition, gentlemen, of the DWI podcast, Chairshot Radio Network, a part of the Chairshot.com, ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the Chairshot. Check it out during this commercial break. We shall return. I guarantee it. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey, folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code Chairshot. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Well, we're waiting. And I guess since Dan's not here, I'm going to go solo with the sheet. Well done there. Well done there, Mr. Trivia Trickster. Uh, you, you sound like an angel. All right. This week, we have Seinfeld as usual. We have trivia per usual. We are going to update you on an idea for the DWI Top 100 all-time wrestlers in the WrestleMania era. But we're going to kick it off on a little nugget that dropped from heaven at 4.05 Eastern today. You know, we loved it so much more when SmackDown was on a Tuesday. We kind of got you going into the weekend, setting up for pay-per-views and kind of recapping the entire week. But right now, we kind of fall in this recording time right before SmackDown. So you're always listening Saturdays, and we haven't watched SmackDown yet. But Vince McMahon decided to retire on Twitter at 4.05 Eastern today. 
That's what we're doing to start the show. Somebody tell me to ring the bell. PCT! Ring the bell! There we go. All right, hold was, on. Was that enthusiastic enough for you, that Blatt? Was, that was beautiful. Screw you! You're fired! You're fired! Whoa! You're fired! You're fired! You're fired! All right! You're fired! You're fired! You're fired! Donald Trump! You're fired! Gentlemen! Vince McMahon, you're retired. AJ, kick us off with your and don't don't look at me like that. I had nothing else to go with, man. It's like I the opposite of flair. <laughs> who would have thought? I mean, yeah. Who would have thought? What would come first? But yeah, I was especially yeah, who yeah. would have thought Vince was going to retire before, before last, Flair. Last match, exactly. Oh, oh, man. Go ahead. What are your initial thoughts? How are you feeling right now about it? Because, I mean, this is... If you're a wrestling fan, regardless of how you feel about the WWE, that like, this is... This is the godfather of modern-day wrestling. This is the godfather of modern... The godfather of modern-day wrestling has retired. Apparently. Uh, basically. I mean, yeah, I know everyone doesn't like Vince because of everything that they've heard, or even things that they've heard about him in the past, but... He is still the person that brought professional wrestling to everyone's television sets and made sure all of that happened. And when I'm not just talking about, you know, manias or pay-per-views, like also Raw, also SmackDown, uh, all, all the different shows, because there's a plethora of them. I'm not going to go through them all. But he made sure... That this is the empire, this is the tippy-top, this is the pinnacle of professional wrestling. Everyone knows what WWE is and before WWF, and now he retired because maybe it has to do with the allegations. Maybe it's more uh, uh, like other things that go on, but... Hey, you live the rock star life until you get caught, I guess, right? I mean, that's kind of what turned the industry around. It's kind of what turned society around is the connection that people made with cameras and phones and and just everybody being everywhere all the time and unbelievably connected. And I'm not saying that it's a bad thing. It didn't clean up society and parts of society. But things used to be different. A lot of people can't change. Um, so who knows if that's what you're saying is, is the real reason. I'm, I didn't mean to cut you off, but that was a good point to know whether or not, like, is that it? Is it the age? Because I, I put in our DM chat, and I'll let you finish after I say this. To me, it feels like a guy who now he retired. This was his life's work. He, to me, it looks like somebody who was married for 70 years and their husband or wife died and they die the next day, right? Like, I was like jokingly, not jokingly, not trying to be an ass, but kind of make a point. Like, would you be surprised if Vince died tomorrow? Uh, no, he's, he's too stubborn to do that, in my opinion. I, I, I don't, I think, yes. There is a thing of being too stubborn to die. Um, but... Yeah, ask Keith Richards. <laughs> Pop! <laughs> but, um, ultimately, yeah, th this came out before SmackDown, so you know for a fact SmackDown is... This is going to be one of the most watched SmackDowns in recent history to see... If Vince pops up and he announces it himself, maybe maybe he does something else. Who knows? Who knows how that's going to go? But like you said, Tony, we don't really live in the world of kayfabe anymore. Everyone knows everything. Everyone knows what's going on. Everyone knows that Taker's Mark Calloway. Okay, we still have kayfabe here, okay? I know that, but still. I was just checking out something. Yeah, I am the most kayfabe <laughs> podcaster in the land. But, you know, things happen. Things ultimately come to an end. And I guess Vince is making this come to an end. Chairman no more. It is now in the hands of Nick Khan and Stephanie. 
Um, yo, this so we record on Friday afternoons, as you all probably know. So this broke literally moments before we started I, to record. I, yeah, I started this. I know you were. I know you were taking care of some business, but I I ran that whole timeline down when we started. That's great. I was going somewhere with that, so be quiet. Mute yourself. Um, I, 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 <laughs> the hostility. I said all that. Uh, you were right. That. You were right last Sunday. I do love you. Go ahead. <laughs> I said all that to say, you know, I'm still struggling to kind of wrap my head around this and and find the right words. And, and Bastion, he's devastated. I don't know if y'all can hear. He's devastated. He's he's going out literally kicking and screaming. Um, number one, uh, shout out to the WWE classic move, dumping the biggest story, this huge story on Friday afternoon. So to get swept up in the weekend fuss and has uh, festivities like that's classic sports one one. Um, honestly, I think there were a lot of factors that went into this decision. Of course, the allegations, I'm still shocked that this happened. I'm just going to be honest with y'all, man. I mean, obviously, I knew it was a possibility. And more powerful men that Vince went down for less than Vince during the, the whole Me Too era, a.k.a. he did it. Um, <laughs> but wow. I think I, I think it's a combination of things, man. Uh, uh, you know, obviously, the allegations had something to do with it. But, you know, he, he is 77 years old. He can't do this forever, even though I thought he would. I thought he would die on the throne. And I keep saying this, and I've been saying this for years, and, you know, every podcast I say it on, you all no-show me, or no-sell me, rather, when I say it, man, but you can look in his eyes, man. There, There's some cognitive issues going on there. I don't give a fuck what anybody says, man. The eyes don't lie. There's clearly some cognitive issues going on there, and I think it, God damn it, he dropped his passing. And I think that that bears out the last, you know, five to ten years in regards to the creative in WWE, how schizophrenic and all over the place it is. Uh, shout out to Vince. I mean, it is what it is, man. He's one of the greatest promoters of all time. I mean, he's up there with P.T. Barnum, Don King. Like, yeah, in terms of pomp and circumstance, like he made the WWE. I, I know, baby, we're going to miss Vince, too, but it's all right. He turned WWE into a, a, a multi-billion dollar conglomerate. But the most interesting part to me, and I think Bash would probably agree, is what's going to happen here with creative. Because, like I said, creative has been stagnant for quite a while now and i mean i guess that's that's irrefutable you you can't refute that but you can't go go ahead Teddy, because vince is such a complicated figure man i'm still trying to kind of gather my thoughts about this whole situation and just kind of surmise the man that is vince mcmahon it's interesting to me to see what's going to happen now because you know you've had this time-tested captain of this ship that's turn the utter in the correct direction for the mold. You can't argue with it, right? Like he's actually wrestling as it is today is not possible. The amount of money these guys are making all of them from top to bottom on the biggest stage to top to bottom on the second, third, fourth and indie stages, right? Of, Of biggest stages. All the Vince was the, the rising tide for all these ships period. End of story. Whether you think, that him and Tony Khan have beef or him and Ted Turner had beef. It doesn't matter. He made them all better. He was creatively a genius storyline wise. Look at the characters he's created, right? And look at the job he's done to keep that intact. Look at how they've, they've grown from, from one point uh, of rock and wrestling in the eighties to weathering the storm, to the attitude era, to the PG era, to making a shit ton of money in the PG area. Let's not forget that folks. If you want to go back and look at where the most money was made, well, it's probably the PG era considering the contracts they signed for television and for streaming in the last, what, three, four years uh, with USA and Fox and Peacock. There's not ever been more money made in wrestling history, period, end of story. But does the onus of putting out a good product, storyline, and in the ring now rest on the talent or the writers or the producers or this new guy who's the president but... He's not Vince McMahon. No one will ever be Vince McMahon. So I'm interested to see where that gets put out. Do we get more belief in storylines that wouldn't get put forward before? 
do we get more belief in talent that wouldn't be allowed to do what their own thing before? Let's hope that's the direction it goes and not the opposite of those things. Because think of the mess we could have without a conductor that everybody's going to follow behind the wheel. So two things. Number one, at what time was this announcement made? 405 Eastern on time? Twitter. 405 Eastern. Okay, number number. Okay, to my number one, that's brilliant because he waited. They waited until the close of business day on the New York Stock Exchange. So, <laughs> so that's why they did it at that time, which is a brilliant maneuver as well. And if you were ever interested in buying WWE stock, Monday is your time because I'm sure it's going to be a sales bonanza to quote Carlton from the Fresh Prince. Like that stock is going to plummet probably, like an Asian hooker at a meth lab. So I, I, I might even fuck around and buy some shares you know, on Monday. That's an interesting point you make because we've talked about all this stock that's been sold in very recent times by the family. Maybe they knew that this was sooner than later because you bring up a great point. Would you think WWE stock would go up when he retires? Because, yeah, I think it'd go down. And maybe that's why they've been unloading stock for a while. Yeah, the the big the great American cash out. Number two, they're just going to uh, stir steady the waters until they can reach a deal with NBC Universal and sell the whole thing and get the McMahon's out from under it. That that's that's the next step here, man. Long term, that's the next step here. They're going to cut a deal with NBC Universal. We've talked about it in the chat a little bit, Sonny. NBC Universal, they're desperate for IPs. They don't own any IPs. Like they, you know, you go to like Universal Studios and they have a leasing deal with the Marvel IPAs. and the Avengers and all that shit. But they're desperate for IPs, so they'll Ace. fuck around and go to Universal Studios. You'll have the Undertaker's Last Ride, or if you smell what the Rock is cooking, Tunnel of Love and shit Honestly, like that. Though, Maybe even an actual physical Hall of Fame thank at Universal you. Studios as well. Thank but, you. We've been talking about that forever. That, that's, but that—that's where this is heading ultimately. As far as Miss McMahon, Tony, you you said it, you surmised it perfectly, man. You have to give him his props, whether you love him or hate him. You got to give him his props. He's a tough son of a bitch, and he took this territory from a territory to a multi-billion dollar conglomerate. So you've got to give him his props on that. It's been a little rough waters here recently, creative-wise. Obviously, they're making money hand over fist with the TV rights deals, the Saudi deal, uh, yeah, blah, 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 you know. But it's going to be interesting for me. Again, I just want to go back, and we touched on this, to see what's going to happen creative-wise. Again, I think they just steady the ship until they can strike a deal with Universal somehow, some way. If you would have asked me two months ago, they probably could have got 8 to $12 million, just you know, just judging off their portfolio. 8 to $12 billion, I beg your pardon. I was going to say. Now, <laughs> I don't know, man. We'll see. Stay tuned, I suppose. Uh, Chris, it's got to be more than that, though, considering the recent TV contracts have been worth $15 billion. Well, that's another thing. Aren't those contracts getting ready to come up next year? Yeah. So, so that's going to be interesting so to see how that works. So you get to see, you buy a company that's about to cash in for like, this is, this is a lot of money, man. This is a lot of money. If you're talking about taking this company over, I don't think that ever happens. I think somewhere in like, yo, AJ, Stephanie ain't going nowhere. Oh God, no! Stephanie's not going anywhere. She's basic. She was basically born into this company. She knows the ins and outs all the way from the '80s when she was a T-shirt model. So she she has a lot. Yes, she was she's, a T-shirt model. She's just much like more well equipped when you get well into the yeah. 2000s to be a model of. I'm I'm aware, but I'm saying like with body, the company, she's attire. she's been just, in, no, I guess she's, I just had to mention it. I mean, we all thought it. Like she she's done more than just being the business person. She Bees for boobies. What had she had to? God damn it! She had to also build herself up to where she is because Vince put both kids to work. He also put Shane to work. Shane used to be a, a referee. So. Stephanie will not be Vince. No one will replicate Vince. She can do as much as she can to imitate him, but not one-to-one -one copy him. And and that's solely the thing where you said, it, does it depend on the wrestlers, the producers, the writers, the higher-ups? It's all of them have to get this together. Where, yeah, the wrestlers might not like it. If 
in my idea, the idea that I have, I'm going to steal a booking by Tony and do a booking by AJ. By if there's actually friction, if there's actual friction between wrestlers and writers and producers, make it kind of real and make that a storyline. Kind of like when they had Triple H fired Vince before, relieve him of his duties in like 2011, 2012, somewhere around there when he became the COO. Yeah, what you're talking about, they did that in 2000's WCW, and you saw how that worked out, sir. I'm aware of that. But that was also WCW when they had 25 vacancies. Well, so you would rather, else. instead of Vince coming out and just saying, hey, I'm retired, good luck, then now forever, I'll still be around, you'd rather have him go away via storyline tonight? No, no, no. I want him to do... That might the, happen. The... I want him to What if he gets the, in a limo to drive off and they cut back to when the limo blew up? That, that's the end of the show. <laughs> Hell yeah! Let's go! I'm in there like swimwear! God, no. God. Chris, say it, Chris, because I did. Say it, Chris, because I did. Say what? You know what to say. Say what? Yeah, I popped you guys. Oh, pop. Oh, pop. Uh, yeah, pop. Yeah, 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 no, you, you pop. pop. Yeah, yeah, you pop both of us. But, but uh, God, no. No, not the not the limousine thing. Maybe the end the limousine drives off. But I, 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 I want off. Vince to announce it on SmackDown. Like, announce it on SmackDown. Go through this entire thing throughout the show. Maybe, like, handshake certain people, etc., etc. Acknowledge the tribal chief, or maybe Paul Heyman saying he acknowledges the tribal chief at the end, and then he goes into the limo, drives off. Then next week on Raws and SmackDowns, you have friction, and that can lead to a Survivor Series of Team Vince and Team Stephanie, who's on Vince's side, who's on Stephanie's side, and make that a thing. I'm, I'm not saying make it giant, but that would at least also make Survivor Series a little more credible than it has been in the past few years. Well, I mean, again, if you again, if you weren't trying to sell, if you weren't going to sell, you he doesn't step down at this particular point in time. You obviously know that the stock is going to take a hit when Vince steps oh, down because Wall Street believes that Vince McMahon is the only one that can do professional wrestling. And I mean, to be fair, it's kind of hard to blame him. You know, the proof is in the pudding. I think he's stepping down now to try to salvage some sort of deal so it doesn't tank all the way so he gets out the way now so they can get this deal done. The bottom line is, man, whether you love him or you hate him, if it wasn't for Vince McMahon, you wouldn't be sitting here listening to this right now. We wouldn't be friends. You know, and Vince McMahon has has provided me with some of the greatest moments of my life, and I'm always going to remember him for that. He's a fascinating individual. None of us are all good. None of us are all bad. But, yo, Vince, I salute you, man. And I wish you well in your future endeavors. Yeah. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. I think we're good on that topic. AJ, I had something to add as well as you did, but I think it pretty much echoed the same thing as Chris just said there. Would you agree? All right. Yeah. Before we get to trivia we are going to do the DWI top 100 Wrestlemania era wrestlers without limitation on company now gentlemen any blowback from that particular headlining gravitas of what we're going to be encompassing here yeah, I'm pissed off because you just said it on air, so now I have to do it. You were you already said you would <laughs> very much. Well we're gonna do it over ten weeks on this show, and you're gonna have you're gonna have until September 9th edition of DWI Podcast, the second Friday in September, the first Friday well we record this. So the first Saturday after Labor Day is when we're gonna do the first show and we're gonna run it ten weeks. And we're gonna go top ten down. But here's what I wanna do. Because me, you, AJ, and DP are all going to be here. We're all going to have our lists, right? I'd like to get a list from everybody. And when we run down the list, I want to run down the conglomerate of the list. 
the sum total of the list with us commenting on where that person was or a special guest who made a list comes in and comments on where that person was on their list right and how we could do it is just give you know if you get first in a in a in somebody's list you get 100 points and then down if you get 100th on their list you get one point right and then we add up the points tiebreakers can be voted out and that way i can have an overall chair shot dwi top 100 from all the contributors and we also can post our individual lists and that way we can have some guests in that are a little more committed what do you guys think that's my overall idea do you have anything do you want to say a tag team can be a slot one slot as over as we're going you know top 100 it's just the top 100 wrestling kind of in-ring entities kind of thing or how do you guys give me some feedback on what i'm telling you and what you're thinking that can be a little different i want to start with aj because platt's really simmering over there i mean i like the idea um actually i know this was even before my time but i used to have andrew's computer when doing recordings so i know that before we used to do a dwi top 50 wrestlers of the year so this is almost like it but it's on a grander scale i personally love the idea but the thing that will make it awkward is you also said any company and knowing that there's going to be a lot of things that are varying especially since hey what's my last name again you're gonna see a lot of japan so that's kind of the 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 bridge i wanted to cross here first platt the ideas that you had and wanted to discuss outside of this very particular thing let's put a pin in for this very moment and let's talk about should this be any company should this just be stateside should this just be wwe what are your thoughts on that particular thing because AJ, what would you say? Are you okay with everything? Because I'm okay with everything and the variances it brings in. I mean, I'm perfectly fine with, you know, all all around all of wrestling. Because I want to get a depending. list from your, I want to get a list from your brother, from Greg, from Patrick, from Dave, from Ray, right? I want to get a list from everybody that can that can participate. I've Listen, I've done the chair shot picks before for pay-per-views. I've gotten 35 picks in and had to do all that in a night and a half, okay? I'm totally willing to take care of this one, set a deadline to get that in by Labor Day weekend, and then we get the show rolling, and I think it'd be great to have 10 guests in a row, too, to promote the chair shot. But, Chris, federation-wise, stateside-wise, globally, what do you what do you think? I think this is some shit we should have discussed off air. But uh... well, I think this is interesting for people to listen to on how we're going to go out and make this list because this is going to be fun. I think this is something people are really going to pay attention to, especially if we can get the guests in. And that's why I kind of want to do a broad global scape of it. I think that the right way to do it is to encompass all federations, all organizations, all wrestling worldwide. I just cringe when I say that because that just means more work for me to do. But I think that's the only that's the only fair way to do it. Look at it this way. You guys each get make one list of your own. And if you decide to mail it in and, and, and just at the last second write down 100 names and go, this is the order I'm going to go in, no one's going to know the difference between the two of you because you know so much about each wrestler. So you don't have that much to do. When you guys you have know the good and damn well, but, I'm not going to do but that. Listen, you were there but on the listen, Mania Madness journey, man. <laughs> but listen, when you think about how daunting this task is for you individually, think about how much I'm willing to put in to make this happen. All right. So you, I need, I need about like a sixteenth of what I'm about to put in from each of you, and that's about it. He always does this shit to me. He always pulls <laughs> that bullshit card. Well, I wanted you I'm to be serious. the. I wanted as you long to be the. Him. I wanted you to be the featured list. I mean, that's fine. If you don't want to do it, no big deal. <laughs> and, and that's the other card he plays. Then he tries to tug on my heartstrings and all that bullshit. Those are his two cards. I thought you were. I did. I yes. thought you were the MVP. I wasn't sure. I mean, See, I'm sure uh, AJ. AJ's willing to become the MVP of the chair shot. I'd imagine he does a lot of stuff. <laughs> oh, shut it up, AJ. I love you, bro. But your arms are too short to box with God, brother. We got him, AJ. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> yeah. Woo! Sinker. Motherfucker, you got me cussing like a sailor in front of my baby, man. What's wrong with you? 
all that bullshit. Well, his first words now are gonna be shit. That's what is he, Mike Tyson? Jesus. I mean, I mean that was my second one. <laughs> Not gonna lie, my set. I'm I'm gonna I'll pull be a little bit of a here. curtain back. My so second I'm, word was shit. That's hilarious. I'm I'm almost eight years older than my sister, and I vividly, firmly, audio wise remember. Uh, you know, I I can't remember if it was my stepdad or my mom, and they they like dropped a plate or spilled a something, spilled a water or a soda. Or it was dinner time and. And and one of them goes son of a, and my sister is in the kitchen just whatever as a little I, she's maybe three or four and, and right instantly bitch, <laughs> and we just <laughs> we son son of a and then you hear this three four year old just bitch like and and then like you know like like son of and finished it too bitch and, and we're just like, whoa yeah that was hilarious so. We had to stop laughing after a couple of weeks because she kept swearing. She thought it was just funny. You know, we're just like, no, you can't. We, we, it's our fault. We keep laughing. Stop laughing, okay? <laughs> anyway, that, all that's right. going to be the hard part with this guy, man, this fucker, because I'm not going to care if he cusses. Right. I'm just going to have to well, train him that you can't cuss around certain people. Mm-hmm. Like, that's you can cuss when you're around daddy, and that's fine, but I maybe think not your grandmothers, I, maybe I, not general society. <laughs> I think that's a big part of telling the truth, too, to a kid, you know? <laughs> Yeah. I, have, I have two stories. One I'll say off the air All so right. no one else hears it. But the second one that I'll say is I was about two years old, and I th- this was in the room that I was always in. I was actually in the room over, and Andrew's all at the end of the, the hallway. And he's playing a video game. I was about two or three years old. And I just wake up from a nap, and I walk into his room, and he's just like, yeah, what's up, little buddy? And I just say, fuck. <laughs> he picks me up rushes down the steps, goes to our mother and grandfather, and goes, Adam just said, fuck! He's holding me up like I'm Simba. With the fucking <laughs> circle of life. Like, say it, say it! It's the circle! Yeah. The circle of fuck! Man, if, if we didn't have to fuck. name this after Seinfeld episodes, this would be DWI Podcast number 333. The circle of fuck. All right, last thing. Uh, we may or may not need a DP vote on this. I just want to know. We're going to do global. We're going to do all-encompassing. We're going to make it happen. I'm going to get a whole bunch of people in. When we do the reveal, we're going to do the reveal of the, the, the total, and we can also comment on where they were on our list. We can get guests on. Can a tag team take a spot? Just a tag team. And I'll only give... Freebird rules to two tag teams. The New Day and the Freebirds. I say no because that could be its own list. Yeah, tag teams. Actually, Andrew and I went into a discussion this week about saying, like, who who is our top three tag teams? And then our, our top three is the same. Or our top two is the same, but the third and everything else under is just, like, Huh, I don't know. Okay. All right. We'll do. We'll I, do. And I mean, plus. Okay. That's fine. Most of the right. most of the singles are going to end up in the. I mean, most of the great tag teams they end up as singles anyway. Like the Rockers, the Hart Foundation, the British Bulldogs. I mean, you know, the Horsemen. Like we, you know. You're going to be. I, I feel like most gonna of them be, are going to be on the list anyway. I think you're going to be pretty surprised how quickly 100 comes when you think globally since 1980, what five or four or whatever it is, but. All right, we'll do it. Individuals only, male, female, any country. Oh, any it's company. male and female? Ooh. Oh, it's wrestler. It's encompassing everyone who's a professional Ooh. wrestler. That's so why I kind of wanted well, to add just tag team in there, too. No disrespect to the women, but, again, that that could be its own separate category as well. That buddies the waters up a little bit. Okay, this, the, that's, the, why, know, that's why this is the top 100. That's why I think we should add the tag team in okay. there. Don't yell at me. All right. We'll get... All right. That means it's time to move on. All right, Chris. Settle down there, Bell. <laughs> he, he started to sound like his kid. Um... <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Hey, don't, no commercial. Don't come at me, man. We'll continue that discussion next week when DP's around. Oh, but I put the kid to sleep. I must have been talking plenty. We'll be right back here. <laughs> Shut up, Chris. Episode 333 of the Tito. I shouldn't make him laugh. He'll shake him and wake him up. Actually, let's write it down. Bash's first ever podcast, July 22nd, 2022, episode 333 of the DWI podcast. That kid's going to make us a lot of money, Chris. We'll be right back.
This is your boy Kenny Killer telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. Perfect. And once again, as always, the thing that we're always excited for, and Platt, you're going to have to unblur your screen, as always. This phenomenal funky facts. That's right. Um, it's such not a lie, good so vibration. Such on, a sweet on. sensation. Feel AJ Belands in the funky bunch. <laughs> oh. Now I'm, I'm like now you got me now you got me thinking about jock jams. Now I'm like ah, smush it. Smush it real good. Question one. Hey, can I ask you guys something real quick before we get started with the phenomenal funky facts? It's gonna be a Jack. question, I guess. We're down to two have, questions. Have you, guys, have, have you all seen that uh Alexa <laughs> that Amazon Alexa commercial with the old black couple and they're dancing to I Only Have Eyes by You? Have y'all seen that oh, one? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. With the when she's starting to go with Parkinson's, right? Thank you. That's what I was gonna ask. Like clearly <laughs> there's some there's some much like Vince McMahon, there's some cognitive issues oh, there, right? Okay, he's not that like, far gone. He's not that far. That's 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 not what I'm saying. But it's the same thing, man. In the eyes, because I I didn't know if they were going for that or if I was reading too much into it. I, that's all I'm I want. I I haven't seen I this commercial, so. Yeah. It's actually very sweet. I'm not gonna lie. It's very sweet. But yeah, she's clearly on the downslide mentally, and so, he keeps playing that song on over and over. Anybody again it takes her back. Anybody uh, okay, thinking okay. that this is not a... Oh, I'm just breaking news. If anybody <laughs> thinks that... Yeah, okay, it's a commercial. She's she's not going to die. <laughs> She'll forever be alive in the commercial. She probably doesn't even have... That fucking lady doesn't even wow. have a problem either. So fuck off. It's just like... Idea well, Vince does, but... So go ahead. Just read the fucking uh, news. Vince retiring is being also reported on the investor page. So... That's 100%. Yeah, yeah. That's official, then. Yeah, they waited till four or five when this, the market closed, so it wouldn't tank the stock today. But Monday, Monday, okay. Monday, Monday. I'm telling you, man. So was that was that really your man. point? Was that that lady is Vince? That's why you brought up that commercial. <laughs> no, <laughs> it just popped in my head. Oh, what about the commercial though? That's what I'm talking about. The the that commercial just popped in my head. About why though? Because the Vince. I mean, I think you're stretching it a little too far, man, but... Why did you decide okay. to bring up the commercial, I, I, I though? Say, Why I, did you decide I, I, to bring up the commercial? The other than it, it was just like an earworm. Somebody said something about a commercial. One of y'all did. Can go I back do... and rewind the tape. Number one, make sure we're still recording. Can I Number take... two, go back and rewind yeah, the tape. Yeah, we're recording. We're good. We're on like a 26-minute okay. streak. I kind of jinxed it. We're 20 seconds short of that. But I'll take door number one in the, mm -hmm. in the, in the you know, I, I, effort I of, of moving say, shit entire, forward. After that entire... I did it with you. I did it with you. I did it with you. All right, fine. I'll do it. I'll substitute doodly do for you. All right, I'll substitute doodly do in your brain. You won't have to do it the next two times. All right, this one will. You can whisper. You can go. It's fifty-fifty. Just This one will be fifty-fifty. Let's practice. So someone's bound to get this right if you guys split. Doodly do. Doodly do. There. We all did it. God damn it, I thought I was gone. Oh. I got done with the 50-50 Look at the fucking kid's legs went crazy when you said, God damn it. <laughs> well, it's different. All right. I, I can't. All right. <laughs> Door number one. Door number one, and it's a 50-50, so, yeah, who knows? Maybe no one might get this. Oh, that's total BS. True, false, one, two, A, B. Has, which one has there been? More non-World Heavyweight Championship main events at SummerSlam? Or more World Heavyweight Championship matches at SummerSlam? Because we, we know that's the start of it. Whoa, 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 whoa. When you say World Heavyweight Championship matches, are we talking about... World Heavyweight WWE Universal. 
I think I'm trying not to get trying not to get trying not to get duped. Trying not to get duped. But I might have been duped. More championship match main events, more in putts is more non. You didn't say main events. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. You just said I more said main championship matches. No, you said main I events. I said more championship Obviously, there's been more non-main event championship matches. I mean, overall, like, that's idiotic for you to think that that was the question. No, so, it was an idiotic question in my head because, yeah, of course there's been more non Okay, what would you have put down then? I'll, I'll, I'll stay with more non. I'll stay with more non. But you, so you think yeah, in main events. So, but this is going to – no, no, this counts because you get to pick now. He hasn't revealed the yeah. answer. You, so you're going to stick with main events, non-major championship, heavyweight championship matches. I say more championship matches. Yeah, I mean, think about it. The first two SummerSlams okay. were both non-title matches. I just want to make Shawn sure Mike that – yeah. I don't want to come um, back at the end with you calling total BS. Um, um, yes, um, Undertaker right. and, and, and Brock Lesnar. We're on borrowed yeah, time with this uh, recording. Undertaker versus Undertaker. The answer is not. No, it's not. It's there's been more championship main events. Yeah, championship main events. Uh, let's get ready to suck it. That's a lead right here for PC Tony. It's been a while. Sorry, over celebration. <laughs> kind of feel a little bit like the T Wolves in the play-in. There's <laughs> a ten-year stretch. That's the longest stretch of world championship matches as the main event. When did it start? What year? I will say the closest to whoever can get the closest to the year. There, there was a stretch of each time world championship match. Uh, I know the answer, and I wrote something else down. Well, let's see if you're still closer than Tunny. I so revealed first last boys. time. I revealed first last time. No, same, same time, man. Boys. I don't know you like that. Same I re- time. I, same revert, time. I revealed same first time, last man. time. No, you go last one, same Lord time. All right. Plus oh, says 1996. Tony says 2002. Two movies, two. The actual answer is 95. So I win. 94. Yes. No. What wins? No. I say closest. Not closest. Not going over. But did you see? Technically speaking, didn't you hear? Went over. Didn't you? Didn't you hear? I said the year though. It's two, 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 two movies, two. It's my favorite year. No, you don't get a point. It's Platt. (laughs) Platt got a point. That's crap. That's crap. I'll, uh, we'll take the other door. Because 1994 was Taker versus Taker. Uh, right. <laughs> and then uh, 95 was Diesel and Mabel. Mabel and then... And then yeah. So and, I'm up and one? Then, uh, yeah. Uh, Sean, Vader, right. uh, Taker, Brett. Am I winning uh, by one? Stone Cold, Taker, Triple Threat with uh, Stone Cold, Triple H, McFoley. See, that was still happening was, in 2002. Um, I thought it was in the end of the run. Thanks right, for breaking the, my stride. The the end of the run was 2004. Right. It was 2005. Yeah, it was Cena, Cena and... Uh, was Shawn Michaels versus... Simon Cena. got a biscuits. Hogan. I'll take door All number right, three. All right, so the last one, and this was actually said on a prior DWI, so let's see who has the best memory. Well, there's only been 332 of, the other, of them, so no big deal. What's my favorite SummerSlam? Oh crap. Why gives a fuck? What the fuck? What kind of vanity project bullshit is this, man? Like fuck. My own goddammit! We're going back to the original where AJ's picks was the final one. Call back to the first trivia. I was fired during that time. That shit ain't got nothing to do with me. Oh shut up. I brought it back. I brought it back. So I, I will do closest again if if people don't get the correct answer. So Tony says 2005. Well, say it right, for crying Platt out loud. Also, 
Two Don't boobies, five. five. Two boobies, two five. Two boobies, five. Two boobies, five. It is two boobies, five. We know you. We both know sold like we didn't know what the answer was, but we clearly both knew. So two, we just... Yep. 2005, Chris Jericho versus Cena, Battle of the Bands, WWE Championship, Hogan versus Mike, JBL versus Batista. I'd say the fans uh, win today. Edge versus Matt. You guys think the fans win today? The fans uh, win yeah. every time we get together. Yeah. Fucking people need to understand they're listening to greatness. You're welcome. Crying out loud. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. You know when you're walking with someone and you assume that they know where the car is and you're fine until you see them do this move. Once they do this... When they look back from where they came from, no, you're in bad shape now. Nobody that knows where they're going does that. Pilots on planes don't open the cockpit door and go... <laughs> slam. Wouldn't that be something? Yeah, I think uh, my next carry-on's gonna be a parachute if that's what's gonna start happening in society. Gentlemen, Chris, you're fresh off of watching the episode. AJ, I know you've seen the episode before. We kind of got our times mixed up today, so you didn't get to finish uh, a lot of things, apparently, before we got going here. Uh, so you should be scampering off quite hastily after we finish here today. Um, Chris, I, this is one of my least favorite... I mean, I still laugh at it. Like I, I, This is one of my least favorite Seinfeld episodes. So why don't yeah, you start? Why don't you start? Why, why is... Well, why is that? Because I, I love this episode. To me personally, it's so relatable. You know? I think I've seen this one too many times, which I don't know, but mm -hmm. like I've okay. seen them. Like I've seen this one, and I'm not. I'll I'll go. I'll lowball it at least twenty five times. Mm, okay. Um, I don't like the concept of not being able to find your car. Uh, it's interesting, DP and I, we just talked about going up on the golf trip and everything, and we stayed at a hotel where we had to park in a parking structure and got validated for staying at the hotel. And every time we'd stay on level B, because uh, Satchel McFlippin's dad actually drove up. We had a couple dads go up for the golf outing, and he had a uh, handicap placard, which worked out great for the entire fucking... If nice. you can find someone... Nice. With a handicap placard to drive you wherever you're going, it makes life so much easier, right? And 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 he 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 deserves to have it, so it was not illegally utilized. But the first is it because thing... of his golfing. <laughs> no, Jesus. it's not. He's a, he's actually was one of the better golfers on the trip. Um, we get out on level B, and the four of us, four of us are standing, five of us are standing there, and that very gentleman. Uh, Miss uh, Senior Mc, McFlippin Senior, we'll call him. Um, he goes, "How are we gonna remember that B?" And and I'm like, ah, "That's your call." He goes, "All right, B for boobs." And we never, <laughs> nice. we never forgot. And someone had said, "What if it was C?" And I said, "It would be C for continue this way to find your car." <laughs> Pop. <laughs> Uh, yep. Well played. Well You're played. welcome. I thought about telling that story earlier today and exactly how I was going to deliver that line, and it worked out for you. So preparation does help, folks. But that part of it, the what was uh what was the uh, what did they call the peeing disease? Oh, oh my uh, God! What was that, it? That's um, where it caught up. It was like oh. you got your phone. Look it up, Adam. Um, I got my phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So the the biggest thing I like to give people about this and then you guys can run wild and go back and forth about this one is Kramer insisted to the prop department that there be an actual air conditioner in that box 
And every time I watch this episode, I, I watch that. And for someone who has been, and you guys know what I've done. I, I mean, I've dealt with a lot of heavy boxes. Like, I'm not talking about, like, the female kind. I'm talking about an actual six-sided thing that carries stuff, right? It looked to me like he was carrying an actual air conditioner. What do you guys think? First off, Pop! Nope. <laughs> I'm on fire today. I think it's because I've been Knowing sick all week and great. haven't been able to talk to anybody. <laughs> Knowing that is great, though, because now it's like that box is the fifth member of the cast for this episode. And I'm sure that added to, like, the frustration and the franticness of trying to find this car. Like, that's that's good method acting, quite frankly. But they drop, I, I he drops the air conditioner Michael, Michael he, he drops the air conditioner off, though, early in the in the search, though. Yeah, yeah, that's true, that's true. Do you yeah, guys remember true. where he put the air conditioner? Because George does it at the end of the episode, and I did, too. Does. Did you? Yep. I'll, I can tell you right now. AJ's looking it up. It's Purple 23. Purple 23. Might have to but, just, I mean, this I, is, I, you know what? Honestly, you know what I think I'm going to do from now on? I'm going to have a Seinfeld quiz for you guys every week. Oh, Jesus Christ. You're not our teacher, sir. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. What are you doing? You're going to quiz us on the episodes? Mm-hmm. Look oh, at Jesus AJ Christ. liked it. He's the one that's going to remind me to quiz you guys. If yeah, because AJ is teacher pet. Yeah, he clearly looks like a teacher's pet. Yes. With his hippie beard. <laughs> Like, <laughs> it's a goatee. Oh, that's just wrong. Oh, this guy wins two comic book fucking polls, and he's all Mr. Marvel now. No, let's get back to yeah. Look at him flex. No, let's get back to the episode. So though. The, Go ahead. The, the name, you guys. The name of the fictional disease. And I'm probably gonna pronounce this mitosis. Wrong, was... It's something euromitosis. Euromostis poisoning. It's uromitosis. Euromitosis. Euromitosis. Yes, right. that's yeah. what it was. Yes, which is God. hilarious. God so damn George it! I'm not a doctor. And... George and Jerry damn get picked Jim, up I'm by the mall cops. Elaine's fish dies. What do y'all think about Elaine running up to people asking them for a ride? Because I feel like a dude would have said yeah, because she was an attractive woman. But it was funnier that everybody just kind of ignored her. I mean, if it happened to me, I would just be like, sure. Well, I know no, nobody's going to help my black ass do anything. I ran into that a couple of years ago. Well, the funniest thing died. was the black Whoa. guy. The funniest thing was the black guy she went up to. And she tried to make him feel. She, she goes, aren't you going to, is it going to make him feel? He's like, no. And he closes the door and he left. And I'll be doing the same thing. I'll be like, listen, lady, fuck you. Peace out. It's a goldfish. Eat it. But no, th- no, but this shit happened to me a couple of years ago. It was 8 o'clock in the morning and I was outside of Target. And my battery died. Why does everything that's important with the chair? You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Air shot happened outside of a Target. The chair shot started outside of a Target in Arizona with a call to Wisconsin. And now we got another story about a Target and a chair shot. Sorry, I had I had to throw that one out there. No, it's all right. So the first guy I went up to, he was with his girl. I, I went and bought the jumper cables and like, hey, man, I got the cables. I just need to borrow your battery. And he, sorry, dude, I can't help you. Then the next lady, oh, the next lady pulled right next to me. And I'm sitting there waiting for her to get out the car because I'm like, okay, cool. As soon as she get out the car, I'll ask her. No, 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 no. She was right next to me. And I said, okay, as soon as she comes back, I'll ask her. So I, I excuse me, miss, you mind? Do you mind? Do you mind? She's like, no, I'm sorry. I got to go pick my kids up from school. I'm like, bitch, it's 8 o'clock in the morning. They're already there. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> wow. 
it, it took me about an hour before I found somebody that was willing to give me a goddamn jump. So I'm not just saying that just to be saying that. And I'm in Atlanta. Like, you know, there's no shortage of Negroes here in Atlanta. And I still couldn't find anybody that wanted to give my black ass a jump. So that, that's why I say that. So, yeah, I'll, I would have been fucked. About it's – this is the honest guy. I wouldn't tell you the story if it wasn't. But I was at a gas station right down the street from where I live. And I'll tell you, there's not a lot of people that look different from I do that live in the area in which I live. I'm going to be completely honest, right? And I'm at the gas station and I'm filling up. And this is not recent. It's within the last... I was unemployed, so it was in that stretch in the last two years. And I'm filling up and I filled up with my credit card and I was going to go in and buy something. I was going to buy cigarettes. And uh, I, I, I filled up and I closed the car and I closed the gasket and I started to walk in. And he's like, hey, my man, I just need a jump. Is there, I, I'll give you, I, 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 I got, here's 20 bucks right here if you want it. I, I just need a jump. I go, keep your money. Let me turn around. And I turned around and he had the cables already set up and it popped it up and everything else. And he's like, here, just take it. I'm like, no, it's no big deal. Not a big deal. He's like, why were you going inside? I go, I was going to buy a pack of cigarettes. He goes, I'm going inside. My car's running. Let me buy the pack of cigarettes. So we walked inside. He walked up. He grabbed some Gatorades, a water, some food or something, and grabbed the cigarettes. And he threw them to me. And he said, thank you so much. And I said, anytime, God bless you. And I walked out the door. That's what society yeah, I... should. That's what society. I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but that's what society should be like. Oh yeah, no. I, it was I'm just a guy who needed a jump. When... That's it, and no one, no one yeah, would give it's... you a jump, Chris. I don't disagree, man. Again, it's eight o'clock in the morning. The sun is shining, like it's bright as fuck outside. Like who abducts people at eight o'clock in the morning outside of Target? You know what I mean? I was just, you know, I had my hoodie All on. Right. I think I had a ball cap on because my haircut was a little shabby at the time. And I'm, I don't even remember what I was grabbing. I was just running into Target real quick just to grab something and get back to the house. And it's like, what the fuck, man? I'm not out here abducting people. Like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, I, I mean, with for me, when I first got my car with the ex that we know, we went out somewhere and someone in the parking lot, it was actually a black guy, too, went, Hey man, and it was at night. So he was like, "Hey man, uh, my car's stalled out. Can you can, can you help out? I I just need like a quick jump." And I'm like, "Yeah, sure, of course. You got cables? Because I don't in my car. Because I I'm an idiot." And he was like, "Yeah, no, no, let me go check and everything." Like I I jumped his car. I I'm like, "If hopefully someone will do this for me." PSA: That was a year ago, and nobody has. Even when my car was dead on the road, no one has. But like it's it's just pay it forward. Hey man, you guys can find me on Twitter at the Real C Platt. Make sure you go to the Bandwagon Nerds website and vote in our best intergalactic villain poll. I'm the finalist. I can't tell you which finalist I am because I feel like that's cheating and they wouldn't they frown on that sort of thing. But go vote. Um, enjoy Comic-Con this weekend. Make sure you listen to Bandwagon Nerds. Vince McMahon, thanks for the memories, bro. You can follow me at PhenomenalAJB, AJB in all caps. You can find articles and everything else on thechairshot.com that you see a lot of us do. You might even see me on there on the article side. Uh, my thought on wrestling, uh, maybe we could discuss it later, but Ric Flair's match has been announced. Yes. And it soured me on watching it. Yeah, him and El Idolo against Jarrett and... Come um, on, that, come on, man. That, that angle didn't get you moist? Not really, no. Oh. I knew I knew Andrade would somehow be involved in it, but... Yeah, I don't... It, it modeled me a little, not gonna lie. All right, folks. Well, if you haven't noticed, we've had a little bit of technical difficulties today. PC Tunney needs to get a new recording laptop um dpp was out on assignment this week follow him at it's me dpp follow this show at podcast dwi make sure you don't drink and drive but continue to drink and podcast and listen to this show you can follow me at pc tony on twitter and facebook pro forward slash the chair shot make sure you're checking it out make sure you're enjoying your day the chair shot way by always using your head everything chair shot radio network i think that's everything and you know Give someone a hand if they need it.
Try not to be, I don't know. Try not to have, uh, what am I, what am I trying to say here? Try not to have, uh, don't be a dick, man. Don't be have a, a negative outlook. For Christ's sake. Yeah, be a decent human being. All right, there you go. I like it. And you've been listening to another edition of the podcast known as D. W. I. I. Shout out to my son making his podcast debut. Yeah, show's over and he's up. Good luck with that. Woo! <laughs>